so I think like thinking in this way and what we're talking about and what we get excited about, it's hard to put that kind of perspective on a very hard reality that we're living in now, right? Like with like political, socioeconomical, racial, yes, and all this stuff. It's like the the gap between talking about twelve dimensions and like aliens. So like racism and systematic racism. Like it just yet you can't. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to a very belated new episode mm-hmm. of As Woo. Woo. As You Want. <laughs> I kind of wanted to yell there, but I don't want to disturb anyone. Uh, with Celine and Monsieur Jeremiah. Oh, Deca. Yeah. We got to get a little loopy. We got to loosen up. Yeah, we just got to shoot from the hip, you know? All right. Well, hi, everyone. Um, oh, man. First, it's been I, a minute. It's been a minute. And I I, I, I do want to apologize. I feel like I, I hope we didn't let anyone down. Selena and I are, are good friends, so we, we talk about the podcast all the time. And we're very aware of, like... You know, we've been doing a monthly release schedule, and um, I mean, I don't know where where you are, but here on Earth, um, <laughs> since our episode with uh, Debbie about dancerism, De- Debbie Atias, uh, which was towards the end of May, no, the beginning oh of May. God. It's been really? a while. That was the last episode. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot has happened. Yeah. I mean, you know, there just wasn't anything cool to talk about, really, in terms of that's not true. I just didn't know what to say, you know, and like, I think we we are here now because we're just kind of going to kind of just like talk about what we've been doing, how we've been sort of maneuvering this time. And it's just such a delicate, volatile time, I would say. Yeah. And so it was hard to do our monthly things because, you know, Jared and I are tuned in, but like, we're also, we also were just like learning with everyone else, I guess. Right. Yes. You know, and like, yeah, I just didn't feel like it was appropriate sort of to have a pod talking about we're a woo pod and it was hard to figure out a, a good lens to put on everything. Yeah, I think so. We we talked about this, what we were going to do yeah. with this episode uh, and Celine had a really good point, which was like, there's kind of we're in a state where it's like, it's kind of hard to see. It's like weirdly, on the one hand, I think a lot of things are becoming clearer for a lot of people. But on the other hand, it's like really fucking unclear what's going on. And it's very hard to get a take from, you know, multiple perspectives, not just the spiritual perspective. Um, Yeah. And, you know, um, so... There was a part, there's a part of me that feels bad. I I hope, you know, we didn't let anyone down. I know it's been like a very tumultuous few months. And, um, you know, if anyone was kind of like looking forward to hearing from us, like I I do honestly really apologize. The last thing I'd want to do is like disappoint listeners. The flip side of it is like, we were also in the same boat. And I think, like you were saying, like processing and learning along and, yeah. yeah, and yeah. That, I mean, you know, like, also, I think it's an interesting time to have a voice, right? Like, or to be on a platform, not like that we have a big platform at all. But, you know, I think Jared and I talked on the phone earlier this week, or sometime this week. And 
you know, the amount of like, I guess a part of me also didn't really want to do a pod because nothing that like you can say about anything that's happening right now, you'll always be kind of, someone will always think you're wrong. Right. And like, and maybe you are or whatever, you know, and like to be in that place and to open yourself up and be vulnerable and like how we talk, we talk so candidly on the pod, you know, and like, I just, I just didn't feel comfortable being that vulnerable to a bunch of strangers, you know, at that point. And I don't know, it's such a weird time. People that have the, that have to do that or, you know, everybody's getting in trouble for everything. Yeah. So it's just a really like woofarama, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's very touchy. Um, and like the cancel culture is on, I, for me, it's something I have like a real, real issue with, um, because yeah. I understand Look, everyone fucking makes mistakes. We're all human. We're all learning. We're all growing. Um, There's been injustices in this world that have not been um, fixed, that have not been addressed, that have not been fully taken care of. And um, there's a lot of suffering going on. That said, the attitude of just like shutting someone down or shaming someone... I have a real, real issue with because you deny the person the ability to learn and grow from their mistake. And mm. it's it's a flip of the very thing that you are against. You know, it's like by treating the yeah. person in that way, you're essentially just recreating the negativity. And we're really lacking empathy right now. And I feel like that that was like, Honestly, yeah. one thing I really wanted to talk about, and I'm glad I, we're just getting it out now, is like this culture needs empathy. Yeah, but also accountability. And like, I think that we don't totally. know how to, I, and I know you're not saying like, no worries, whatever. But yeah. like, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I think that we haven't figured out how to hold people accountable for their actions in a way that helps them, that, that doesn't automatically just punish them. But like, I do think a lot of people should be punished, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's tough, right? Cause like we live in this kind of cultural space that like everything is black or white, yes or no, good or bad. And like, then we treat things according to that. But like, when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, like there's no, the world isn't, isn't that way, you know, like there are fundamental things that are just horrible and unjust and whatnot, but you know, it's like when we were talking on the phone the other day about, um, social injustice. And then when you like have an umbrella and then you get down to like each individual person, everything changes. Yeah. So it's like, almost thinking about outer space you're like i it's like mind-blowing you know like we're all these like little units having different experiences and then we're trying to have an umbrella to describe everything and it just i don't know it doesn't really work yeah yeah that was like a really fascinating kind of realization that i had while we were talking um together yeah you know I mean, the elephant in the room is the whole racism thing that's been happening, um, which is it's nothing new. But it's 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 the awakening that I think a lot of white people are happening um, and realizing how complicit they are in a system that's been perpetuated for hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, And then and then the interact the intersection of that with patriarchy, with capitalism. It, these are huge, huge structures that have been around for a really long time. And you're seeing cracks in the foundations and it's disorienting for a lot of people. Um, yeah. I mean, it's also, it's just interesting to be in this place now and we're in a collapse. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's, it's very, 
scary at the same time. But then I do think, you know, eventually the outcome will be new and interesting and just and whatnot. But like, I don't think it's going to get any cooler anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but this is like the flip side of this is like, we've been talking about this. Like, this is nothing new. Like I highly recommend if people are, you know, if people do want to get like a little bit of, of a, a spiritual grasp on what's going on, listen to the two parter with Abdi. I mean, he, oh, yeah. he, he really goes into it cause it's about the shadow. We're in the shadow. We've talked about this before. America's going through its Pluto return. There's stuff happening with Pluto and Saturn and Jupiter. You can hear it on, you know, the podcast with Leslie. We talk about it too. Like, it's not just like we're not just paying lip service like these planets are in there and they're doing these things like this is it like this is what yeah. happens when when you go through a Pluto return like America is, is falling apart. It just has to happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean it just in terms of like. Just being present with what's happening and not being like in thinking or rationalizing or trying to understand like it's really wild to just be, it's like we're in the middle of a fucking hurricane. Ooh, sorry. I cursed. <gasps> well, I, I curse all the time. I know, but I feel like there was one episode that I listened to and I was like cursing a lot. And I was like, you know what? Cool. it. <laughs> Honestly, I think literally in our first episode, I dropped an F bomb and I, I like very quickly was like, this is a disclaimer. Like we no, will be, cursing. I mean, I, we're that, New Yorkers. Fine. Come on. Like it's going to happen. I know. I know. I know. I just didn't want to do it too much. Um, I, I don't know if I'm describing what I'm, what I'm, I don't know if I'm saying what I feel properly. It's like, I almost feel like we're in the eye of a hurricane and like, it's just kind of still right now, but like you can see it's not over, you know, it's just, I never sort of, I don't know. It's just an, it's very like wild to me to be like, Oh, this is the stuff that I've always talked about or knew was going to happen in some way. And it's here. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We talk, you, you always, you're always like, I love shadow work. I love, sh-. I, just I like, love it. <laughs> and now it's like, boom. And I'm like, do I, do I like really? it? Yeah. <laughs> no one likes it. Not um, really. But there's part of me. Yeah. No, so, but there's a, there's a part of your soul. I mean, that's the thing where it's very hard. I think for, if you're, if you're just living in a, in a egoic place where you think of yourself as just this atop, atomistic being uh, or atomistic atomic being um, and you don't have a conception of there's something larger that's like part of your evolutionary progress it's not going to make sense but if you do understand that like there is something greater than you if you want to call it god if you want to call it your oversoul whatever that is kind of like pushing you through this situation for me that actually brings me comfort and so like the shadow work is easier to digest because you go this is so fucking hard but i know in some part of my you know soul in my brain whatever in my body i know that this is going to take me to a level that i need to get to great segue because as i mentioned earlier i have something that i want to read Beautiful. From our a Seth book. Our what? favorite. Our favorite. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dreams, Evolution, and Value Fulfillment, Volume 1. So it's just, um, it's a good time because this, par- this like passage I read definitely correlates to what you're saying about being an individual, but then understanding the whole. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. Ready? <clears throat> A man who believes life has little meaning quickly leaves life, and a meaningless existence could never produce life. Nor was the universe created for one species alone, by a god who is simply a supervisor of the same species, as willful and destructive as man at his worst. Instead, you have an inner dimension of activity, a vast field of multidimensional creativity, a creator that becomes a portion of each of its creations, and yet a creator that is greater than the sum of its parts, a creator that can know itself as a mouse in a field or as the field, 
or as the continent upon which the field rests, or as the planet that holds the continent, or as the universe that holds the world, a force that is yet divisible, that is one and the inconceivable many, a force that is eternal and mortal at once, a force that plunges headlong into its own creativity, forming the seasons and experiencing them as well, glorifying in individuation and yet always aware of the great unity that is within and beyond and through all experiences of the individual, a force from which each moment past and future flow out every conceivable direction. Wow. I mean, what? That's so poetic. Isn't that so, like, I read it a few days ago, and I was just like, I've never heard anything described in that manner about humans, earth, consciousness. And it's just like you can visualize that, right? Like a mouse in a field, the field, the continent, the earth, the universe. So I feel like, you know, I think that if you kind of understand, if you can step back from like the reactivity and the emotional witnessing sometimes, I mean, we have to witness and we have to be active and we have to like do our part and vote, et cetera, protest, whatever. Um, but if you can take a time and sort of sit and like, just feel like the, just how we're all just like these like branches of this like giant tree, Mm. you know, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's like, we have to, you know, not like gaslighting with like vibrate and just be in light and whatever, you know, like, but like sit with like the horror in a way, but also know that it's bigger too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I, Again, like, maybe I'm starting to sound like a broken record. Why I'm doing this podcast, I don't know. Maybe why I even incarnated. Like, this stuff, this makes more sense to me than the consensus reality of, like, do your job, go home, you know, fuck your wife, have the kids, like, you know, like, make the money and whatever. Sorry if I offended anyone, but, like... (laughs) that you had like a slightly southern accent sorry yeah i know that was kind of offensive <laughs> sorry southern no 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 but it's, like it's fine I'm, I'm a yankee completely um or a, a commie pink jewish uh man <laughs> <laughs> but uh I mean, but the thing is is like though yes we resonate with like these ideas but we're also part of the consensus right well that's what i loved about this this um this passage is like i think in 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 a lot of ways there's a breakdown of the individualism that's happening right now where people are realizing like you are part of something you're not by yourself here like we are all in this together Uh, and when when a certain subset you know if it's black people brown people people of color indigenous people people who are you know trans queer like anything are not being treated in the same way like you know, you're affecting yourself. That's the deep truth that I, for me is like, and that that's, again, this comes back to the empathy and the cancel culture. When you start, you know, the negativity that you exert outside, ultimately that's actually one that's actually an ex- your you're essentially attacking an externalized aspect of your own shadow. And then two, that's part of you. We're all part of each other. So when you treat other people that way, it's, it's how you treat yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Any kind of hate you have towards someone else is because it's part of you that you hate. Yeah. And, and again, like Abdi talked about that. Like, it's, yeah. and so it's like, he's like, it's wild because you're literally seeing people who the, the, the aspects of their shadow selves that, that they haven't healed, that they haven't welcomed in, they externalize it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that we're just in the moment where we all kind of have to do our work. Yeah. And it's, 
I think part of it too um, is we're all also like what's intense about it is and humbling um, is we're all blind to a certain extent, right? Like we're all awakening. There's, there's, if you're not like waking up in some respect, if you're not like seeing something that you didn't see before, I'm not really sure like what planet you're on. Like, I feel like it's things are clarifying, at least for me in a lot of ways. And it's humbling. It's amazing. I'm like so grateful for it, you know, to, to hear just like the experiences of other people and how that is like reflecting back at me and like where my place is in society and like what I can do to like rectify that stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I really appreciate it. And like, there's a, it, it, it's an incredibly painful time, but there's also something I think so encouraging that's happening right now. And, and it just seems so necessary. So, so necessary. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's speeding up a lot now because we're so much more connected than we have been. Meaning, yes. you know, we have the internet. Body, internet, right. And like social media and all this stuff. And like all the bad parts about social media are still the same, but it has enabled people who wouldn't see what is happening to see and to have a reaction. Right. And like, so I think there's a momentum bu- building and I think being able to see things with social media is like enabled uh, a movement of change to be encouraged. And, you know, hopefully it will have some benefits in the future, you know? Um, So it's just kind of a nuts time. I don't know, you know? And I think that's probably why we didn't do a, a podcast for a couple months. Like, Jeremiah and I were just like, whoa, we like need to take time. We need to take space. We need to like process and deal with our own accountability for whatever that was, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was, and there still is, you know, there's just the reality that like, we're probably going to say something that hurts someone. And, and I, I, yeah, it, that pains me. It pains me to know that like, no matter how good my intentions are, I will still harm someone. Um, yeah. Though, you know, that's probably always been the case. We've just never really thought about it before. Yeah. As much as now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yes. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Sorry. That's the the topic. That's going to be the the topic of this episode. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Episode 27. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, it's just the truth, you know? But that's beautiful because how many people say, I know? This culture is like, I know. No, I know. I know. It's like, admit you don't know. You know? Yeah. People don't don't admit that they don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what, but I do know what's happening. I just don't know what will happen. Yeah. And yeah. I, I also think it's been interesting too, because, you know, with the Pandy also, there's been this just, like, wait, self- hold on. Pandy is pandemic, by the way. Thank you. I'm just, for- if people don't know what you're saying. I know. I know. I wish they did. I wish we would just all call it the Pandy so much more. Engaging. approachable yeah it's so much but i think there's been an element of um of, of self-reflection that hasn't been able to happen in uh, in a very long time with a lot of people huge, everybody huge 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 yeah absolutely i mean uh I, I won't go too deep into it but like you know at least from my perspective the pandemic has afforded it's it's grinding so many systems to a halt, right? And the, yeah. that biggest one is capitalism. Like I feel oh, like boy. you know the the pandemic is really showing you in so many different areas. Do you care more about profits or do you care more about people? And that's like really, really, really clear. If it wasn't clear before, I mean, 
this has been going on for a very long time. Um, it's also affording the, you know, people the ability and the energy to focus on, you know, racial injustice, uh, you know, all just all kinds of discrimination in terms of not just race, but also uh, income inequality. And like, there's just so much that like halting that, you know, um, yeah. halting that just like day in, day out, like going back to my example earlier of like the nine to five guy, like you're that's being halted. Like, stop. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Look what's happening in your backyard. Well, I mean, the problem though is sure. That's great. But like, how do you like feed yourself or pay your rent if like it's salty? You know, like yes, that's why it's so is, intense. Yeah, it's like, and there's such. It's so if you can't support yourself, right? Like, oh my god. So I. So it's it. That's. It's just bonkers. Yeah. You no, know, like. Yeah. It's just. I mean, you know, I love dark stuff and I love like destruction. You know, obviously, talk yeah. about it all the time, but you know, it also makes me sad. I also feel very sad for everybody that's not in the place of privilege that I am. That's like really suffering with our economy being in the toilet, you know? And absolutely, but it will enable hopefully the system to change and like, we'll get to a better equal just society, but it's just like going through that tunnel is like, can be brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's really. Sorry, that was such a Debbie Downer. No, just no, made. you have to. You have to say it. It's life or death. I mean, again, like shadow. Shadow is death. Shadow is death. It's what it is. Yeah. And um, you know, I I think it's important that you bring up that point that like you and I come from a place of privilege. To be Absolute, able to have yeah. even the the you know comfort and ability to you know have a perspective like this. Um, yeah. The flip side is just something else. I feel like I need to get off my chest is like black, brown people, and people of color, and indigenous people have amazing woo traditions. A hundred percent. That yeah are so that have been so like disrespected so like not taken into consideration for so long or like appropriated exactly exactly yeah and, and like that kind of stuff you know those are such important traditions that i i hope and pray are like be- becoming more the norm again um i think they are yeah i mean i don't think they really went anywhere i think it's just that we didn't know about them yeah, I think there's, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> it's a lot, so, it's yeah. a lot. And like, you know, you've been experiencing it. I've been experiencing it. Like, it's hard, man. Um, there's a lot of turmoil right now. There is, there totally is. But I talked to one of my like clients slash friends a few weeks ago who coincidentally has like the same placement of uh planets like we have the same exact chart what i know yeah i know it's wild wow and i and i've always i've always like really felt connected to her and like uh, anyway we figured out through a series of events like that we had the same chart and i was like oh my god wow and we did a check-in last week because i haven't seen her in a while because of the pandemic and you know i haven't been working and she was like, you know what, Celine? Like, as triple Capricorns, this is our time to lead. And I was like, okay. And she was Whoa. like, we got to give healing and, and you know, people's space and their traumas. We have, you know, like we can, she was, she almost gave me like a pep talk cool. on like, it was really rad. And I think that there's, I think that there's a lot of people doing that right now. And I, I think that's so wonderful because in a lot of ways, I feel like my ruling move for the last like few months has been like fear. I've been like really in a fear space Mm. and I think I'm getting out of it, but 
I'm just, I guess I'm bringing it up because I'm, I'm just impressed with the people who are just doing all the things and going all the places and like really coming at it from a place of love. Right. And not out of fear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's part again, like with all the isms kind of being taken apart. Like I think patriarchy is definitely one where you're seeing it in so many different respects. Like, I mean, I don't know if, there's there's so much stuff out now with like different you know teachers who are being outed and and so like oh, yeah. there was this paradigm of like the guru right like you have this and that's a very masculine kind of idea where you have like this externalized person who's you know supposed to be like the authority and the person of power and like you are their disciple and like that's being flipped and i feel like it's so important that people are you know realizing their own power I think, Huge. you know, I think it's happening. I do. Huge. I also think it's, that's like Aquarian energy, right? Yes. Piscean energy is all like outside your, you know, savior is outside of yourself. And now I think people are getting, you know, more into personal power. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie, value. Leslie talked about that with the Aquarian yeah. age. She's like, you know, yeah. we've been, it's been 2000 years of, of us thinking like God is outside and now we're like, Oh wait, no God's inside. And that's like yeah. a huge adjustment. Yeah. That's a pretty big adjustment. Pretty big. It's 2000 <laughs> years. You know, again, I like know. these I things are know. like, it, like it helps though. I feel like the perspective helps. Cause you go, Oh, okay. I'm like a blip in this like timeline. Um, but I, I can like understand my place in it a bit more. Or I'm an, I'm an important blip. Everyone. Right. You know, back like, to your Seth, the, the Seth quote. Oh, it's like my favorite thing I've ever read in my life. We're all crucial. Like we're all part of all that is right. That's the expression that Seth uses. What are those um, d like little dolls or like those? Uh, it's like an egg and then yes. you open up an egg. It's like, what are those called? They're Russian dolls. Oh, Russian dolls. I, I feel like it's almost like akin to that, like the perspective of being a human on the earth within a group of people within a galaxy, you know, like it's just, I don't know. I think that's a good analogy. And it makes it seem it's I feel like it's more manageable. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that's another feature of patriarchy. I mean, individualism is patriarchy, right? Like uh, and I think this is the flip of that where it's again, yeah. like, it's about the collective. I know we got to get back to the collective. And that's like the pandemic is a beautiful, you know, and tragic and insane reality that is making us come to terms with that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's kind of why I began this podcast, like just airy and like, I just, we, you got to shake it up, you know, like you got to keep the energy moving and like the heaviness uh, is important, but also like, Oh, can't you can't always be heavy. You gotta like move around and and break yeah, out. Yeah, what was shit. that expression? Yolo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Is this beautiful spiritual uh, acronym? This really wonderfully very not yogic. Made, not made fun of. I used to make fun of it all the time. But yeah, there's it, yeah, we gotta be like a little like air air babies. Yeah. Not so earthy. Yeah, it's a combination of both. I mean, I've been having, I don't know, the past couple of weeks particularly, like, I definitely feel like something's been shaking in my, shaken up in my psyche where I'm like, I'm having dream. I had a dream. I didn't tell you. I had, like, dreams like there were aliens. It was, it was pretty <sighs> sick. It was I'm pretty so sick. upset. Like, I am not remembering my dreams as much as I as much as I normally do. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like downloading happening right now. Okay. Maybe cause I've, I was like, am I losing my touch? No, 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 no. Okay. Thanks. I doubt it. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I think the last, I would say the last month or so, it's teetering for me between like excitement and motivation and then utter devastation. Yeah. It's, it's like I did a tarot card of, for myself the other day and I got the two of swords, which is like, it can either be really good or it can be really bad. And I was like, it just makes sense. I, it's, I've just, I'm realizing so much about my own personal psyche in a way that I haven't really thought about myself in a very long time. Wow. So I feel like it's healing, right? Or like, I don't know. Again, I don't know. Yeah. But. No, but it's great to have all of these modalities, which we've talked about on all these episodes that can help you, you know, navigate some of what's occurring. Yeah. And help you, you know, be more decisive or to trust your intuition more or to let something go that you've been working on. It's not working out. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard one. Just let let it <laughs> Let it go. Letting I feel go. like if people say let it go, and then I think it actually takes like months to let something go. Oh my god! Or maybe not. I don't know. No, no. I mean, uh, it depends. You know, like everyone's different. There are certain things that just you got to be patient, man. You got to be patient. Like we're so mm. impatient. We're so impatient. Like this stuff takes time. It takes time to integrate change. Well, I mean, or you could just like kind of try to enter another dimension, a parallel dimension that wouldn't take so much time. Maybe. I've been trying to for the last couple of months. I'm just not getting there. <laughs> that, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's like some quantum physics-y stuff. I mean, I do think to a certain extent there is some kind of breakdown happening with the fourth dimension, you know? Mm, I think it's like, if you were, I almost feel like it's like the two of swords. Like if you're good or like leaning towards being good, it's going to get better. But if you're being, if you're not really good, I think it can get bad fast. You know, like the veil seems very thin in that regard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's something, um, that's interesting. Um, that was something that like uh, Melissa and I have talked about where, you know, when the pandemic hit, like it really exploded a lot of things for people. Yeah. And I feel like her and I were talking about how we f we felt very fortunate that like we kind of exploded our own lives like a few years before. So oh. there's been a lot of like stuff that we've been working through that has made this time not so intense. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's still, it's still freaking intense, but like, you know, I've said it multiple times on this podcast, like for instance, just like the money stuff that I've been going through. Holy shit. If I hadn't been doing the work, all this money work that I had been doing um, for the past few years, this time would have, it would have destroyed me. It would have destroyed me. Or, you know, you would have gotten through it. I mean, I feel like I've had, I think that as someone who is so earth-based, like I have so much earth in my like personality, like I'm yeah. so grounded and foundations. And like for me to invoke change in my life, it typically has to be really intense and bad. And I'm, I have to jump off a cliff. You need an so, earthquake. Oh, but I think that's that great. Was my favorite, that was my favorite thing I think you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, you know, for me, this was a time of cataclysmic change. And I changed a lot and I've reshuffled stuff. But, you know, not to devalue all the work you've done in all like the past. But like, I think this is a, is a this is a different level of change. Like this is like heightened Right. Like, well, yeah, I think like I feel like I've gone through many incarnations of traumas and changes over the last like I'd say like seven or eight years. Yeah. But nothing has, you know, earthquaked as much as this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, I think it's different for everyone. I, I guess I say that only to your point about the Two of Swords, where oh, and again, this was this was something Abdi said, where he's like, if you're not doing shadow work, he's oh. like, shit's gonna get real hard. So it's like, yeah, it kind of this time is forcing you to face your shadow. Like it just is, and if you're not willing to, it's just gonna lead to more suffering. Or it's just like you got do the thing you've always said you were going to do. Now it's the time to do it, you know? Expand on that. Well, I feel like a lot of, I mean, I guess this is mainly, it's coming from like a personal space too, but I feel like, you know, when the world feels like you're just like kind of cruising, it's fine. It could be better. You know, you're like, I kind of want to do this thing, but. I could just like, you know, be uh, copacetic with what's happening. Mm. I think that when a change and something rocks our culture and society so much, I think it might illuminate the thing you've always wanted to do. And you're like, well, time, what am I wasting my time doing if I'm not doing what I'm excited about or passionate about or what I know my potential could be? Yeah. You know, like, and that's, I mean, I hope that a lot of people have kind of, are getting into that realization a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. You know, because why not? <laughs> you know, like, we're our, you know, I almost feel, I was describing this whole kind of like last four months as like being in a, a car that's going like a hundred miles an hour straight towards like a burning house you know like buckle in you know and like let's just ride this yeah (laughs) (laughs) it just like reminded me of mad max just like well listen not too far off maybe You know, I'm really uh, hoping like some spaceships touch down. Don't you think? What was your alien dream? Are they coming? Oh man, uh, like uh, they like were there. I mean, what's crazy too is Mel- Melissa actually kind of had like a. I won't talk about her dream, uh, but she had something that kind of like correlated with mine. It was um, pretty crazy, but like. Sure, I don't mind sharing my dream, but basically, like, we were on, like, a spaceship or an airplane or something, and um, it was a few of us. It was, like, I know Melissa was there. It was a number of other people in my world and also strangers, and there was a kind of – I think there was a lot of unease with a lot of people because they felt like there was something else kind of, like – we were essentially being abducted. Yeah, and, I know. It um, sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. We were being abducted. And I think I also felt that at first. But then I was like, huh, I love this. To Again, to your point with Seth, like, and this is the thing that I, I think people don't get with aliens. I think we think of it so in such a third dimensional way is my 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 view on aliens is like, you know, a lot of people are like either they don't exist or they do exist um, and if they do exist, then they're, you know, going to destroy us or something. Or, like, why haven't we found them? I honestly think we are dumb. <laughs> like, when it comes to, like, intelligent life forms in the universe, in the multiverse, we are very, very low on the spectrum. And so I think aliens are here. They've been here. And um, they live amongst us. But we're just so blind well, I also feel like we couldn't handle it. Yes. And so this I think is yeah. That's what you you mean. Not yes. to say we're dumb. Yes. Well, like so not. To, yeah, to your point and I, Bashar talks about this too where I had a realization in my dream to your point also with the Seth thing where it's like the alien is me, I am the alien, we are one. So in some respect if you can get over the fourth dimensional aspect of time and death and rebirth It is all, this is going to sound like a hippie thing, but like, it's all love. And so like, so like, 
there was some realization I had where like, oh no, the aliens are here to help us. Like and in then, the dream. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, they're here to help us. And basically, <laughs> Celine, you're gonna freak, but. I'm so excited by this conversation right now. <laughs> but basically they were like, once I realized that I was like, oh my God, they're here because they're future selves of us that are concerned about our well-being at this moment and they don't want us to to destroy ourselves and so they're abducting us to like help us on our journey i'm getting chills to to help us in this time right now and i literally celine i'm not lying they showed me this schematic of like like it was like angular line drawings it was like very complicated like geometrical like map I, I really and then there were like numbers and like I was like this is the key it, it was almost like every individual who looks at it will like understand almost like their blueprint and like how to like move forward in this time and like but I so but, jealous <laughs> but in the dream I like remember looking at it and being like I know this is it but like my human brain cannot Could fucking not. decipher wait a second Okay, I can't believe first that you didn't call me immediately. I'm upset because it was for the podcast. Maybe other people were on the trip with me, and they'll be like, "Hey, oh yo, I was also on that plane or spaceship." Huh? Did you see them, or you just felt them? So i i I definitely saw them. I feel like again, like kind of from a limited human perspective. Yeah. Uh, they kind of looked like the aliens from Mars Attacks. <laughs> like the tiny guys? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they actually looked like that, but I think it was more like... Oh, I love that my, so my, much. My personality was like, okay, you need like an image. Like here's it like a, to be a like, silly... Yeah, like fun. It yeah. has to be kind of fun. Here's like a silly like Hollywood rendition of like what we look like. Um, And you don't have to tell me, but like Melissa had a similar dream. She basically, yeah, I mean, she basically had a dream like our bed was... Was it on the same night? Yeah. That our bed was like a spaceship. <sighs> That's so cool. Yeah, it was pretty mm. nuts because I don't have dreams like that. I don't have dreams of aliens or anything like that. Um, and, you know, like there are times where like last night I don't remember any of my dreams, but like I try and, and record them and... Um, I feel like, you know, we did a dream episode, but I think it's really helpful. Yeah, well, you know how much I love dreams. We're talking about my two favorite things here, dreams yes. and aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think the thing that, like, I was kind of telling Melissa this, too, where uh, there's a part of me that, like, um, is starting to not just understand on an intellectual level, but, like, in a body level like the dream is as real as this reality. Yeah. I mean, think about what I'm reading right now. Dreams, evolution and value fulfillment. And it's all like talking about in the beginning of human experiencing on earth, we would use dreaming to like figure out where things were like water and food. And it was like, we all use the same collective dream map. Right, And then it started to individu indiv become individual and like now we, we're so disconnected from that other world because we're just laser focused in this reality, you know? Yes. I, love the, I love that you said laser focused because it made me think of in uh, the Seth book, uh, Dreams Projections and something yeah. or other. Um, yeah. It's like a, a, a later book. Um, that Robert Butts kind of collated after uh, Jane Roberts passed. Um, it starts off with Seth describing humans as being beings with eyes in the front, but also eyes in the back. And oh, so yeah. like you we say, like that. laser focus, it's, it's again, it's like we're so focused in this reality. We don't we don't pay attention to what's behind us. We don't pay attention to what's in our unconscious, unconscious, but it's yeah. equally as valid well, and equally as important. Yeah, I mean, I think just as a society, we're not encouraged, you know, we're not encouraged to think about that stuff, mm -hmm. right? And if we are, 
you know, people are like, I don't want to hear about your dreams. And I'm right. like, well, you should. We should all hear about each other's dreams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's just wild. Yeah. Like, you. I don't know, man. Being yeah. a human being is like real bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but it's really beautiful. Like when I shared that other dream with you, um, oh, during yeah. our call, was, like it was just so nice. Like it was so, I you know I don't know. I think people have apprehension about it. It's it it reveals too much about who they are. Or, but but like if you're really close to someone, it's just like a beautiful additional dimension when you're both open to that being a equally valid part of your existence. And like I don't know, it was just like a I, we had a beautiful exchange where I was like that informed the dream and i feel like that makes the dream reality uh closer to this reality like that that's yeah. another thing seth talks about in um and i think it's eternal validity of the soul um he basically he actually like gives kind of like a health regimen um and he you know he talks about how like your sleep cycles should be shorter Oh yeah, um, I know. Right, and, and you should sleep more, right? You, you should sleep... sleep more often, but shorter amounts yeah. of time. Yeah, and, and yeah. He, he's like that. Only that not only will help you like physically, but it'll also break down the barrier between this reality and your your sleeping reality. I'm surprised I didn't try to do that. I did for a I bit. Mean, it's... it's an adjustment. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, I guess with like a work schedule, you know, capitalism. No, for real. Cap no, I know. I'm not. I just love it. I love that you're like capitalist. Fucking capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a Jewish commie bastard. No. Um, <laughs> uh, but but it's yeah. Yeah. Because the, the human, you know, there was a there was an article a few years ago about how the natural human sleep cycle is actually uh, it's not a full eight hours of sleep. It's like four hours, yeah, right? It's four hours and then there's an hour around like two or three AM and then another four hours of, of, of waking time and then there's another Oh, you wake up at two and then you okay. Yeah. That's like normal. And so a lot of people I feel like a lot of people struggle with like insomnia and stuff like that. Oh, right. And it's 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 not their fault. You know, again, like the culture I think is teaching you is teaching you a, a reality that's not real. <laughs> It's a reality a that reality the Matrix that, wants you to believe yeah, is real. That's that's more accurate. God, the Matrix was really like a wacky movie, huh? If you think about it, I mean, I I'm think surprised they made it. I think that's why it was so big because people were like, "Oh shit, this is like resonating." We know, Ugh, Keanu Reeves, huh? What a guy! What a hunk! Oh, you don't like you don't like him? No, I love him. Oh. No, I was saying, what a hunk. I love, he had a really nice thing to say about death once. Loved it. Do you know what I, what was it? It was like, someone asked him what he thought happened after someone died, and he said, I don't know, but, what was it? The people missed them? Or yeah. Yeah, that, so the people that, who loved that, you will miss you. Something like that. We're not doing it justice at no. all. <laughs> it was way more eloquent. It was so sweet, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's hope that in a hundred years, the world is a very different but cool place. Yeah. Hopefully, like, if we have kids or kids who have kids, you know, like, the, I think this, like, it, it's going to take some generations yes. to create a new matrix. Yes. And... I mean, it's kind of cool to be living in the beginning of it, right? I try to tell myself that to make myself feel better. I think we're like smack dab in the middle of it, you know, like. Yeah, maybe. In, I, don't, in, I just in can't some tell. Respects. Yeah. I mean, in some respects. In some respects. Middle and beginning. What does it matter? Like, that's so. Right. Time is just a construct. I know. I just wish I could switch time. It's great. I mean, I was the. This is the shit I think about. Like literally day ago, I was like really thinking about fourth, the fourth dimension. And I was like, holy shit. Like just if you can get your mind out of time. And then you realize like literally 
there's scientific proof that there's like I don't know what is it no 11 time. 11 or 12 dimensions in terms in terms of string theory I think, I think it's 12 right yeah something like that right so like time is the fourth there's like <laughs> eight more dimensions do you understand how limited we are in the way we're perceiving reality it's really or, limited or flip side how powerfully cool we are to be able to generate such a strong lasered focus in one reality that we think there's nothing else. We've like tricked ourselves so deeply into believing that this is it. I fucking love that you said that. I think cause you know, like we are limited, but we're also fucking generating this. <laughs> so you're so on point. Don't you think so? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But, you know, those kind of ideas are so far beyond. So I think like thinking in this way and what we're talking about and what we get excited about, it's hard to put that kind of perspective on a very hard reality that we're living in now. Right. Like with like political, socioeconomical, racial. Yes. And all this stuff. It's like the the gap between talking about 12 dimensions and like aliens. So like racism and systematic racism, like it just, you can't. So. Really beautifully put. I think oh, that that's honestly such a, that's it. I think that's, yeah. that's it. That's the episode. Like you nailed it, you know? Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, that's why we didn't have a pod for a bit. Yeah. And, and, and it, it takes skill. It takes skill to be able to navigate. Right. And we're just two, just two pals just shooting the breeze. Like, we don't have that <laughs> skill or vocabulary to, you know. Yeah, that's that's like kind of to your point about like who's the authority. Yeah, well, you know, when I love authority, I love knowing rules. Right. So there aren't any right now. And so it's, um, you know, I'm getting more comfortable with uncertainty. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I haven't meditated a lot. And I meditated the other day and I was like, oh, okay. This is where I need to be because it, it makes you get out of time, right? You're yes. just present and you're just feeling it, it's very, it's very powerful. I mean, obviously. Um, well, okay. So let's see. We usually do stuff to, for people to do every day. Yeah. I think that everybody should just vote. That's what I'm going to promote. Love it. Yeah. Please register to vote. Please register to vote. Please register to vote. Like, it drives me insane. Drives me insane that people are like, voting's bullshit. I mean, maybe it's bullshit, but like, we gotta at least try. You know? We gotta try. try. And, And honestly, like, you need to honor... I just want to, I just want to say like rest empowered John Lewis. I just Mm. have to say that. Like if you don't know who John Lewis is, you need to stop this podcast and Google him right now. The man was a saint. He worked his entire life uh, for racial justice, just an unbelievable individual. And like the people who don't vote, you're tarnishing a, a man like that, his legacy. He, he worked so hard to make sure that everyone has an equal right to vote. And so when you don't vote, you're really disrespecting people who worked incredibly hard to make sure you have equal rights. And yeah. for me, it, it just drives me off the wall. Like, I don't think people understand, like, they take democracy for granted. They're like, Whatever, it's fine. Whatever, it doesn't matter. You don't realize the the power and the importance of your vote is just crucial. So I think, one, 
vote. Vote. To fill out the census. Okay, yep, for sure. Please. Also, as a fun little side note, I saw that John Lewis would go to, um, oh my God, like conventions with like kids, like cosplay stuff. And then he would um, march them around and he would wear the same outfit. And I was like, you are a fucking saint. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you could look at, you could look at pictures of that and it would make you feel happy. Yes. Vote, felt the census and write down your dreams. See what happens. That'd be cool. All right. Well, sorry if I said anything dumb, but <laughs> just being myself. <laughs> yeah, same here. If we heard anyone, uh, we're, we don't mean it. We really don't. And you can call us out on it for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tell us. Um, but we hope, like, you got some insight from that or just were able to kind of commiserate with us. We know how fucking insane this time is and, you know, just take care of yourself. Please know that we love you. There are a lot of people who just have good in their hearts. You see a lot of bullshit out there, but there are a lot more people who are just loving, who want to live in peace, who respect differences. And we're, we're here for you. And we love you. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.